With an intro like that, what more can I say? People deluded, I'm back again. First things first, big up everybody tuned in. I hope you're all doing well and safe. I hope with it being the halfway point of the week where your personal goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions, aspirations, all of that is moving steady into the right direction. Obviously, without health, we ain't got nothing. So I hope you and your loved ones have continued good health. One love to you lot, whether you're tuned in on YouTube or Twitch. Make sure you're smashing the like button, you're subscribing, you're turning your notifications on. After this, Twitch, we go and play Football Manager at 4.30. We then bring YouTube and Twitch back together. Live from 7.40, we're watching Juventus PSG. Tomorrow, live from 7pm, we're watching Arsenal versus FC Zurich, people. So yeah, one love to you lot tuned in and them things there. I hope everyone's doing well and safe. As I have just said, people, and again, one love for supporting the thing, man. What are you lot saying in the comments? Davey, I'm there, man. Got my health, got my good looks, got my channel. Is well, it is steady progress where that's concerned, man. Just trying to make something. Big up, Vincey boy. Big up, everybody. And I hope all is well with everyone. I really hope that we get two or three decent players in in Jan. You're not alone. I think everybody... Sorry, people. I just see my Ethernet keyboard. Oh, I'll go on for that. Why is it not in? Sorry, folks slap that in now but as i was saying yeah man i think you speak for everyone we would like a couple of signings to give arsenal that push over the line to obviously get top four and maybe beyond and you know there's still everything to play for you know the first priority isn't something that in 10 years 20 years time i'm going to tell my grandkids about arsenal achieving a a back into the champions league and i'm sure the players but we the first goal was champions league europa league fa cup league cup you know they're all starting to come into it come into play between now and the end of the year Hopefully we can go as far in them competitions and win as many things as possible. And I believe we can't really do that without at least two additions. Three is probably a bit wishful. I'm just hoping for one, really. If you can bring me a centre mid, I want a winger, you know, this Torres talk. I want a centre mid, man. I think, you know, big up Granite. But if Partey is not there, Xhaka's not really as effective as he could be. And their partnership, you saw it in the last game, how good they are. And this season, and that's just our best pivot. If Xhaka is injured, then who's playing in that eight role? Yes, you've got a number of players that can do that. And if Partey isn't there, there's not someone better than him, which might be hard to find, you know, to go with the money. 
because Partey wouldn't be here if we never had 45 million release clause in his contract and we didn't just put up the bread. We haggled all summer. But if there's not someone on par or just a little level off, but his absence in a nice way isn't felt, then it's an issue, isn't it? Squad depth, we're playing a dangerous game. We've got over the line somewhat um, so far within the games we've played in all competitions already, but you can already see that football's a squad game and we need depth. Shout out all those tuned in from all over the world, like New Jersey people. Spurs, the Real Madrid of this year's Champions League. Yeah, less of that, man. Big up you lot tuned in. Big up you lot tuned in. You know what? There's no point wasting any time. Keep your talking points, etc. flowing, people. But with that being said, we might as well look at some of the, the latest news because I want to try this a bit of a different way. Smash the like button if you haven't already. As you know, we're always linked with a number of players, people. We have been linked with Zaha. And apparently in the case of Zaha, and that could make January interesting if Crystal Palace want to make some money for him, similar to Leicester with Telemans. Zaha is yet to agree a contract extension at Crystal Palace, despite being verbally offered a bumper new deal. Now, verbal isn't being offered something in writing, in business, you know, these things matter. The Premier League club fear their chances of keeping their talisman beyond this season are failing. At 29 years of age, obviously he's free in January to indirectly agree a move in the summer to a Premier League club or officially come out and join a foreign team. And, you know, Zaha has to ask himself that question. You know, does he want to stay at Crystal Palace, be a, be loved? You've got stability. I don't like the word idolising and worshipping, but in footballing terms, there is that. But if you sign a 3-4 deal at some point, you're going to get thanks for the memories. Bye-bye. So if there is one little adventure you want, whether that's moving to Arsenal, United, Roma, Chelsea, all Spurs, all the, well, not really a big club, but all the teams that he's been linked with, I couldn't blame him for such. And I would say, obviously, Palace, you lose Zaha, it's going to cost a lot of money to replace him. But in my opinion, they've never been in better in better shape, you know, with Elise, with Eze, and obviously there's a lot that they need to improve, but it could be a lot worse. But naturally, Crystal Palace fear he'll leave on the free. Again, he's free to talk to teams in January, people. And they're at his mercy, people. Talks have taken place over a new big money contract for Zaha, but it's understood no formal written offer has been submitted. Instead, the Eagles have made a substantial verbal offer. The deal includes a pay hike on his current 130k. Now, that's probably something that would ward Arsenal away because I'm not saying Zaha isn't worth it, but you know, you're gonna have to give him more than his current wages. He's gonna come in at 100 odd. If I'm if I'm Zaha. I want a three-year deal with an option of another one, maybe even four years, because at 29, that's I'm sorted, didn't it, really? So I, I think, personally, the boat's gone for Zaha, but if it did happen, I'm all for it. And he turns 30 next week, people. But there is doubt about whether Palace are prepared to significantly raise the offer they have already made Zaha since re-signing him in 2015, people. And he's already seen, on one hand, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. In reflection... You know, when he joined Man United, it was a turbulent time. He wasn't ready for that move individually as well. Apparently, the perception that Zaha is not cut out for the highest level following that brief stint at United when he feels he was not given a fair opportunity has frustrated him. And the Ivorian would be keen to prove his critics wrong. Zaha has been subject to interest in the past from some of the PL's elite clubs, Arsenal, Chelsea, as well as United. And somehow Spurs is being counted as an elite club. Someone rides up the trophies or trillions they've ever given to the game, really. You know, they're probably going to have a DVD coming out after that Marseille comeback. There's levels to this. You know, I see United treble, I see Invincibles, I see Chelsea, I think of Jose and Conte and these things. Spurs. All right, then silence. But moving forward and being a free agent at the end of the season would only increase his hopes of securing another move to the big six. To be fair, banter aside, 
Spurs, he could be, obviously, there's not too many years left in him, but he could be a good option for them. He could be a good option for all of these clubs if you look past the age. It all depends how he carries himself, the intent. But just based on the wages he would want, the signing on bonus and the length of contract, I think Arsenal should stay clear. If it's just on, the, if you're just looking at it from the ability of the player and the individual, I'm having him. But there's a lot of variables, people. Last term, he got 15 goals in 37. He's already got six goals and one assist in 11 appearances. I mean, he's a quality player. There is no doubt about that, people. What's this one, there? All right. So that's that where Zaha's concerned. Arsenal, Liverpool and Chelsea face desperate Wilfred Zaha situation after latest offer. Apparently, the heavyweights are sniffing around Zaha and he could be a decent option. Liverpool, obviously, you've read, I think Liverpool, he'd be a good option for Liverpool, but... They need longevity. You've brought in Darwin Nunes. You've got Jota. I'm probably missing out someone else. Guys, that age is kind to them. Salah, he's here for the present. Firmino probably leaving, but here for the present. And Van Dijk, present. Alisson, present. Zaha would be there for the present. And I'm not sure many Liverpool fans give a crap because it would mean getting back to what fighting City and that. But they probably, like us, need someone with a bit of more legs in them. And, and United, you can rule them out as well. I don't think they'll go again. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, you know... Everybody's interested in everyone. I think he ends up going abroad. But, you know, if Zaha signed for the carpet, I wouldn't be against it. But that is that. And as usual, big up you lot in the comments as well. I mean, you could explore the, the situation with Kessie at Barcelona. Afternoon, Graham, as well. But, yeah, where Zaha's concerned, that is that, people. Arsenal to hold Torres transfer talks as Gunners ponder January move for MLS star. We've already known this. Allegedly, talks are scheduled between Edu and his advisors, uh, Torres in that case on the weekend. Now, that shows you that progress is being made, but we're not there because we haven't officially began talks with Orlando. So that tells you in terms of medicals, agreeing fees, dotting I's, crossing T's and having a player, there's a long way to go for the 22-year-old. In fact, some reports are even saying more likely to get him in the summer, people. Really, you know, physically he's looking like he's lacking a bit, but I mean, 22 years of age, 10 appearances for Uruguay, some cover for for, for Saka, sorry. If we have done our due diligence, then fair enough, innit? Tony Lima, who is a scout, has now set up a meeting between Arsenal's technical director, Edu, and Torres' reps to discuss a potential move, with Arsenal known to be in the market for a player who can provide cover and competition for Saka on the right-hand side, people. The meeting is due to take place this weekend, with Torres very keen on the move to the Premier League leaders. I like that. Discussions are at a very early stage, however, with reports suggesting that a deal is imminent, believed to be wide of the mark. And when you've seen, when we've tried to go for household names or Premier League proven wingers, we, when we went with Zaha over Pepe, when we went with Pepe, uh, when we tried to go for Rafina before Barca and Chelsea, when we went for a couple of these players, you either put the money down or you don't. You know, the U at Napoli, you know, didn't have the best of games against Liverpool, but Brighton, other aspects, would love him at the carpet, going to cost too much. Mudrick, one minute is 35, then it's 100 million and all of these mad things. So if, if this is the profile, we've done our scouting, then I don't care if they come from League Two, Sunday League, South America, North America, just make sure they're the right guys. Um, but obviously, you probably have to give him the need. If you was to sign him and Danilo, the midfielder, for example, them being 21 and 22, one's in MLS, one's in... One's obviously playing in South America. Joining mid-season is probably naive to expect them to hit the ground running and, you know, really pull this club to get um, forward, kind of like how you saw kind of an instant impact from Bentecourt and Kulishevsky. That doesn't mean they can't chip in. That doesn't mean they can't help us. But there's a lot they'd have to adapt to Arteta's tactics on the field, off the field. And obviously, they're joining mid-season in which I don't know what, what the, the turn of the year is going to be saying, but 
we need to keep winning games. And a big part as to winning games is keeping the same team fit and playing the same players, obviously rotating where you can. Um, but apparently, uh, for Condo for Torres has the chance to join Arsenal, but it would not happen until next summer's transfer window. The players' reps um, will meet with Arsenal next week. However, nothing is advanced right now. Uh, Fabrizio Romano also said Gelmando was offered to Arsenal last summer, but they decided to proceed with Zinchenko as their priority target. Now many clubs are following him as it's a big opportunity. And his contract is running down. He has been linked with Arsenal, going to continuously get linked with Arsenal. Apparently, who is Arsenal transfer target for Kondo Torres? A closer look at the Orlando City Uruguay star. You know, let's see what's going on there, man. As we know, we're scheduling talks. His career so far, he came through at Penn Renal, who is a that's a very good Uruguayan academy that produces quite a few players. People he made his debut for Uruguay in 2020, people under Diego Forlan. He's become a regular, he has six goals in 38 appearances. Crazy. So, I mean, it, one thing said 10, but I don't know. In 2021, he was part of the squad that won the Uruguay title. So this is a good experience. He's played for his country, similar to Fabio Vieira. He's been around, you know, he's been around with it. Fair enough, you can laugh at the league title he's won, but, you know, he's won a league title. He understands what comes with that. And obviously football, for obvious reasons, is different, but it's similar. There's a certain mentality, a certain sort of expectation, people. So, yeah, he did, he did his thing there, people helping them win the league title. He's joined the MLS in Orlando City and he's doing quite well there, people. He was part of Uruguay's um, Copa America squad and he might be part of the World Cup squad um, based on this. So that could mean the price has gone up in which Orlando, are you selling him prematurely? Or maybe Arsenal's moving ahead of the queue, people. Orlando are going to want to make better than their £7.8 million they initially spent on demand. So yeah, apparently as the MLS went on, Start, uh, Torres started to show why they paid so much. He's smooth on the ball and for a winger has the goal-scoring touch that has separated him from one of the league's best at the position. A playmaking winger by trade that can play across the front line. You love that. You love to hear that, people. Torres led Orlando City in goal contributions in his first MLS season. No mean feat for a player at his age, people. So, yeah, people, he's doing his thing, really. And he obviously performed in the US Open Cup run, people, where he bagged twice. He scored twice and assisted another as Orlando defeated Sacramento Republic in the final, delivering the first trophy since the club's move to the MLS. So he's got two trophies. He's got two trophies for a 22-year-old. These are things we could take, people. Away from that jargon, for for Gun for Kando to be this young with that responsibility on his shoulders, um, he it's amazing. He carried the team to the, to win the Open Cup and he carried the team today. At this age, that's not an easy job. I recognise his humbleness, his maturity. Orlando should be very happy to have a player like this here. He's really carrying us. Fair enough. Apparently, he's only getting better as he improves his decision-making at a higher level. He's far from the part, from the perfect player. Obviously, we know he'd fit in. He can play on the left, play on the right, play behind the striker. But, I, you know, being left-footed, I believe you want to see him kind of match up on that right-hand side and provide backup to Saka and push him all the way. At 22 years of age, obviously, he falls in line with what Arsenal are doing, people. Pardon me. So that seems to be it where he's concerned, people. And once again, Edu is set to oversee imminent talks over a potential January move for Torres by the end of the week, according to reports. Arsenal already said to be drawing up their plan of action for the mid-season market. Hopefully that includes, includes centre-mid. Smash the like button, people. With their policy of investing in promising young players set to remain 
in place when bidding opens, people, as you can see. Arsenal are thought to be keeping tabs on Torres' development the last few months, um, as we've already seen, people. Apparently, his agent has confirmed Arsenal's interest to ESPN. It is said that Edu has nominated Arsenal scout Tony Lima, who is renowned for targeting overseas-based players with the potential to make it in Europe, to hold a meeting this week, people. The latter has acknowledged that there's still nothing advanced. So, nothing advanced, but moving in the right direction. Torres himself said, I'm a forward and attacking player that likes to play out on the wings. But one of the things I love to do the most is just attacking at goal and going to goal. Inside the box, outside the box is one of the things where I really, I just really love getting towards goal. I'm a player that loves to be on the ball all the time because if I don't have the ball, I'm waiting for it. I love to be on the attack and affect games as much as possible. As an Arsenal fan, that is what we're lacking in widespread. That is what I want to hear. So. Fair enough, Torres, people. Uh, keeping up the Arsenal transfer rumours, Arsenal and Chelsea have been linked with Locatelli, people, as one minute Jorginho staying at Chelsea, then he's going, people. I don't know. Juventus, who I don't even know if they finally paid off the two-year, uh, you know, obligation, uh, loan with an obligation to buy from Sassuolo. They've, they're willing to sell him for just £30 million in order to bring in Jorginho. But surely they could... I know... In terms of a budget, wages and transfer fees are kind of factored together for clubs, but I don't get the correlation. Jorginho is kind of bringing in Jorginho is kind of irrelevant and to be fair when you look at McKenney and a couple of these other players there there's a number of players that could leave Juventus before Locatelli really so I don't really see this you know happening as we know but if Juventus really are willing to offload him I'm sure Chelsea and Arsenal would take him we tried to get him did we not so we'll have to see the report claims they are willing to part with Locatelli for 30 million euros and the report also says both Chelsea and Arsenal are open to signing Locatelli and bringing him to England. Locatelli could replace Jorginho where Chelsea are concerned, people. So, yeah, a move to England would suit the box-to-box -box midfielder more so than the slightly slower Serie A. For 30 million, both clubs would be signing a player much younger than Jorginho. He has the potential to improve further. I'm not sure if I believe that, people, but it is what it is. 35 million euros has been quoted in the official statement there. Uh, so I'm not too sure what to believe there. Looking at Goal.com's transfers stuff, as you know, we turned down the chance to allegedly sign Gilmando. We've received a boost in the Locatelli switch, people. Now it's gone up to 35 million euros. The dream is free. The house was sold separately. Big up everyone who was here yesterday. You saw Reese Nelson in relation to a new contract said he would love to sign a new deal. Um, we were, you know, we've spoken about Fokando Torres. There was apparently three clubs interested in taking Reese Nelson last summer. We know this. And uh, we know we've opened talks or moved a bit closer to maybe bringing in William Saliba's new deal into the public. Arsenal, along with a number of clubs, have been linked with Bereton Diaz. He's been ripping us since he's not in the Forest days. His contract is running down. He's been doing well for at least 18 months for Black at Blackburn. It makes sense why everybody wants to sign the Chile International. Sevilla, West Ham, Newcastle and Nice all allegedly interested in also completing, you know, his signing and ultimately his signature people. So... We'll have to see how that one there develops, people. Smash the like button if you haven't, people. There's over 200 of you locked in on YouTube. There's still only 53 likes. Help the engagement, people. So, yeah, it is what it is. Apparently, Meza Ozil's agent, who has been speaking about Meza Ozil's time at Arsenal, apparently, you know, he's trying to talk up Karim Aktagolu, who we've been linked with before, 24-year-old, you know, in his first season, third season in Galatasaray. Apparently, he would suit the Premier League. I mean, his client, his agent's always going to say that on behalf of his client. 
You never know when it's the right time or the right place, to be honest. It depends on so many factors. The right coach must be there who likes to play and can develop the player. You know he's still young and it's a matter of timing. So when the time is, is right there, I think he'll play in the Premier League. But at the moment, he's just become a first-team player for the national team as well. So he's really developing step-by-step, step, which is very important for a player not to overpace things. Um, so, yeah, fair enough. He said, I think for a young player, it's very important to go to a club where the coach wants you. As a coach right now, you want to send young players to Arteta to develop because he always plays young players. You can see that with Saka, Smith-Rowe dropping their first double-figure goal-scoring season slash assist as well. Martinelli's going from strength to strength. Saliba, Ben White are doing their thing. Gabriel's improved the tenfold, even though there's still a long way to go. And all them sort of things there. Arsenal have that culture of taking players from their own new system and bringing them up, yeah, yeah, which is unique. Not many players do that. So you always want a player to go to Arsenal, play, develop, especially as a young player. Apparently, he has one assist and three goals in 12 appearances so far and is contracted until 2026 at Galatasaray. So make of that what you will. Arsenal target teased over Gunners' move with teammates joking £45 million deal is done already. This is in relation to Mudrick people where one minute we're hearing just mad fees. I don't know what to believe. But scrolling all the way down to what has been exactly said, his, his, his colleague at Shakhtar, uh, Turbin, the keeper, I like that he's focused only on himself, his and his team's game. Fans don't really see that much. No one sees what he's doing away from the football field. All these transfer rumours affect him only in a positive way because he enjoys what he does. And in the team, we tell him, well, you're already at Arsenal. Let's Let's all go. Crazy. But what we've heard before is that the sporting director, them size, has said, together with killing Mbappe, Rafa Liao, Vinicius Jr., Mudrik is the strongest player in his role. Is he better than the Napoli brother? I don't know. Is 35 million enough to buy him? We don't speak for those figures, not even for 45. We don't even call the president to make the offer. We value Mudrik more than United's Anthony um, floating between Arsenal and City. They are two teams that have taken an interest in the player, but there are also other clubs that can spend right away. We are not obliged to sell. We do not want to lose phenomena. We don't want to shoot figures that aren't realistic. But in this team, he is the most decisive. If you want to take on certain players who can make a difference in top clubs, you also need the right money. So, yeah, and he's previously spoken about moving to the Premier League and Arsenal, etc., Chelsea, Arsenal and Newcastle have been linked with Tossart people who has 12 months left on his current contract with an option of another year at Brighton. The Belgium is enjoying one of his finest starts to the season. He has seven goals and two assists in 12, including a very impressive hat-trick against Liverpool. Newcastle is probably where he'll get the most game time. I'm sure, you know, Arsenal and, and Chelsea would take him and let him be part of the squad and mix it up at 27 years of age, Premier League proven and all of that jazz. But I don't think it's going to happen for what it's worth. We've already seen this people around Diaz. Uh, apparently, Atletico Madrid are looking at William Saliba on a free transfer. They're not going to be able to move for him at least until the summer of 2024 because we do have an option in his contract. We've been linked with Okafor of, of Salzburg. Don't think he's ready, people. And he's playing Milan today. Apparently, according to the English press, it is Arsenal today, the club furthest ahead in the race for the Swiss with Gabby Jesus, who could leave after only a year. Now, Gabriel Jesus has been linked with Real Madrid. So that's where this has come from. I don't, I'd take him, but I don't think he's ready. And I think he need a lot of work with his decision making. Big up to everyone who's at the watch along. Arsenal star among three players eyed by Atletico Madrid as Simeone's great wish revealed. Who? If it three Arsenal players or is it just one? Oh, that's irrelevant, man. It's named other dons. Big oh, that was I was reading that myself. Uh, David Seaman, I was reading that myself. Uh, apparently, big up Reese Nelson, wholesome moment. Apparently, three people 
well, better yet, two people captained him in the fantasy league and he wants to bust them some shirts and stuff like that. And that's a heartwarming moment, I felt. Anyways, Premier League club scout Martin Terry ahead of January transfer window. Good little player for the right fee, really. And he had a standout season last year, as you can see here. 21 league goals last season for Rennes. He signed an improved contract until 2026 and teams are monitoring him, people. Apparently, 90 Minute has been told that nearly half of the Premier League have scouted Terry this season. I mean, everybody's going to scout everyone. I know that shocks people, but it, it makes sense. It's like being in a certain industry and reading, you know, current trends and current events. You want to know how good a player is or how bad a player is or what they are. And, you know, you're watching several players over there at Rennes. they got, you know, that Dwight guy plays for France at youth level, decent little player. Rens in recent years, Camavinga, uh, Tell Money has gone to buy Bayern Munich, um, Osman Dembele at Barca. Rens, there's crazy things in the water in that academy. So I wouldn't say necessarily Terrier, but can we scout some other players? But he is a decent player, can play up front. We don't have many to do that. He's better than Eddie Nketiah, respectfully to him. Apparently, in the last two weeks alone, Arsenal, Manchester United, Newcastle, Leeds, Leicester, Wolves and Aston Villa have all watched him in action. While there's also interest from clubs in Germany and Italy. Liverpool, Newcastle and Leeds all contacted Rennes in the summer, but talks didn't amount to any official bids for the player. And apparently Rennes will demand a club record fee in excess of £30 million for Terry, pardon me. But that will not, that will likely not put off many clubs this win winter. So we'll have to see exactly how that one there develops, people. Um, that was just my own personal reading, as you can see. Hella personal reading going on there. So, yeah, with that being said, that puts an end to the transfer talk, people. What are you guys saying? Let me pre the comments and actually also spin the block for any other still rumours as well, people. Which is going on. Let's open up your, your channel. Let's open up. Da. Let's look at... Sorry, folks, I'm still here. I'm just making sure we're going over things. Do, 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 do. Smash the like button if you haven't already. I promise we're going to look at what you lot are saying, people. Give me a sec. Multitasking is kind of hard, and this tab is not loading. So, yeah, slap that over there. Slap that over here. Let's look at what's being said over these sides, man. Okafor is probably the, the 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 most random name. As I said, you know, we've been linked with Terrier allegedly as well, folks. Um, so you have to draw whatever conclusions you want to draw personally for yourselves. But remember, the dream is free. The hustle is sold separately, people. So, yeah, it is what it is in that regard. In fact, there is some other news. In fact, you can look at it here, people. Allegedly, Mikel Arteta would welcome a winger in January to add competition in the forward areas. He has also looked at central midfield, but Aston Villa's Douglas Luiz is no longer available. Palmeiras' Danilo has also been considered in the central roles, it says here by Mike McGrath. I mean, of the Telegraph. They're going to ask it, well... We're not going to be able to just read that normally, are we? But yeah, Arsenal sign up. Well, yeah, there you can see with that, that's behind the paywall and ain't no one paying for the Telegraph, folks. So yeah, there you have that. What else is AFC stuff saying, people? Arteta is set to be back again in January with Edu looking to bring in one player to give the squad a lift for the second half of the season campaign with the aim to maintain the pace that has taken them to the top of the Premier League, people. Again, we've seen that with Mudrick. Uh, Falcondo Torres has a chance to join Arsenal, but it would not be until next summer. It says there, we've already seen the Gilmando business. 
Um, Arsenal are pushing to get Torres, but a deal is more realistic to happen in June 2023 rather than Jan. Nothing is advanced at the moment. Arsenal scouts will watch RB Salzburg's 22-year-old Swiss player Noel Okafor during the match against TSV Huntsburg. And he's also been linked with Leeds and AC Milan. And I'm sure Xhaka can give Mikel Arteta a player and character reference as well. So, yeah, we'll have to see what's being said there. So, yeah, it, it is what it is in that regards. We're hearing Arteta is going to be back. Shout out Austin Tusty. Long report coming out at 3 p.m. on my YouTube channel, people. Um, apparently, Tusty said, I'm in contact with them all the time and my mindset is to get to Arsenal and play for Arsenal. It's probably the best club in the world right now and I'm excited for it. It's the perfect spot right now and I'm doing my thing at an incredible organisation in Birmingham. Obviously, the goal is to play in the Premier League, play a top team. That's where it's at. Fair enough to the guy. <clears throat> we saw these We saw these Fabio Vieira comments already. Ian Wright on Reese Nelson said, I'm so happy for him. You know what I love about him? We're talking about someone who people almost gave up on and said he should leave. I mean, he probably gave up on himself as well. And you, Ian, I remember you gave up on, on, on Joe Willock and then done a complete turnaround. You know, it weren't that... Well, speaking for myself, it's not that I gave up in Reese Nelson. It felt like, you know, it, his chance was never going to come. But hopefully he lays a new marker down. And obviously, we hope Gabby Jesus can bag some goals, people. And David Seaman has said the fans were so desperate for Jesus to score on Sunday. Every time he was around the box, they were saying, give it to Jesus, give it to Jesus. They were saying his confidence is low because he hasn't scored for a while. I was thinking it actually might be lower, you know, because we have scored five and he hasn't scored one, as it would be naturally, you know. So it's a bit weird. It was weird. As soon as Odegaard gets the ball, he looks for Jesus. They're looking for a little passes and they will flow in, man. When he gets one, he'll score a lot more, man, really and truly. On that as well, we should actually look at, I think the Athletic have an article, people, on Gabby Jesus and things like that and, and, and his goals and all of those sort of things. So I think we should have a look at that as well. Just before we actually start reading that, again, smash the like button. One love to you lot tuned in. What are you lot saying in the comments, people? Bit random, but the new Avatar movie looks sick. Amen. What game am I watching tonight? Juventus PSG. It's live from 7.40. We really need to strengthen, especially... If we go on to beat Chelsea and Wolves, how do you think Une will get on at, at Villa? I hope he does all right, man. I hope he stables the ship and I hope he takes them on to the next level. I'm sorry, but Falgondo is not good enough. How many people have watched Falgondo Torres? I've only seen a few YouTube videos and it shows me nothing special. Lau Felix, in my opinion, Atletico is going to want those 100 bags at least, which they paid for him. Not about that. Should we save Felix? If you could buy Zhao Felix, why not? What? Where's the bread? Falcondo and Terrio would be good depth. I hear that. Shout out Fury as well. Wenger hit the nail on the head when he said players running down contracts would be a regular thing. So many players doing that right now. Amen. Zaha will be a good addition, but I don't see Arsenal going in for him <clears throat> because of the wages. Bring up Graham. Martin Terrio looks a good option and I would be open in open to bringing, in, bringing him in. 13 games in Liga with eight goals and three assists. In Europa, it's five matches with three goals and one assist. And he's quite decent technically. Technically, Big up DJ in the nation. Hypothetical question. If Real came for Saka and Arteta, but you can keep one, who are you keeping? Bakayo Saka. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Amen. Shout out to you. Shout out to YouTube members as well. Big up DG. Zaha either comes Arsenal or joins Newcastle for the bag with my... Palace set, settings leave Eze and Elise alone. Zaha should go Newcastle, not even because of new money. Think he'll be a viable option there. Zaha isn't signing a new contract with Palace, could join Arsenal for free. 
I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. People hit the like button. The goal is 100 likes. Make sure to join us for Juventus PSG live stream today as the Champions League group stages come to an end. Clement, appreciative of that, fellow. Appreciative of that. So, yeah, man. Anyone saw Alexis yesterday? He's not as cutthroat as he was before, but he could transform Arsenal from Jan. Leave Alexis Sanchez alone. He don't need to return to Arsenal. Come on now. It's over, bro. Don't get gassed off a 90-minute thing. It's over, bro. It's over. He rubbed out at Man United. He rubbed out at, 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 at Inter. You know, he was rubbing out on reflection at Arsenal. It's over, bro. You know, you're going to have to give him a decent wages, whether you take him on loan or whatever. Yeah, you could say we haven't really got much options, so why not? But it's never good to go back. It might seem when you break up with, with, with a man or woman in some of you lot's cases, it might you might focus on all the good stuff and then and whatnot. But it's never nice to go back into a relationship. It's done, in it? Enjoy our time that we had. Myth. You know, and all that sulking BS Alexis used to do for as much as I love him as a footballer, it's not going to help no one, really. It's a myth. Zaha, I don't know, would be good for the short term with a two-year deal, but I see him staying at Palace. He's got a decision to make. On this, though, Jesus is having a dry patch. Fortunately for Arsenal, there's more to his game. I mean, we know there's a lot to Jesus's game. We know we're signing the perfect striker for the system, you know, but the only thing with Jesus is goals, and he just needs to get back on that. Simple as that. Let's not do what we did with Lacazette and overcompensate. You know, whether Lacazette, whether we create enough chances for Jesus, whether he's in the box enough is another thing. But I don't really, we know this. We know this. There's been a couple of games. It's only been in the last few weeks people have been like, oh, Jesus ain't scored. You know what's going on? There's been games he's played bloody brilliant and not scored. And that's great. He needs to get 15, 20 league goals minimum. It felt significant. And obviously, when you win 5-0 and your star man striker don't score, it is what it is. There's going to be pressure. And you can see Jesus is thinking about it. At all levels, strikers are a bit weird. You know, they score goals they feel on top of the world. They're not scoring. They doubt themselves. It felt significant after a run of six games without a goal. This was an opportunity to break his duck. His teammates conspired to put a chance on a plate for him. But ultimately, a goal eluded him. Jesus going seven matches without scoring. Hopefully on Sunday against Chelsea, he patterns that up. However, cause for panic or indeed altogether surprising. The Brazil international's finishing has fluctuated throughout his career. Again, we know this. We know this already. I'm trying to scroll through all the jargon. I think it's four games I start, I don't score. That's happening before, and I'm pretty sure in the future it's going to happen again, said Jesus in before the Palace game, before the Forest game. It's now five starts for Jesus in which he has failed to convert, did get some assists. He's correct that he has endured similar runs before. Just last season, he went 15 Premier League appearances from late September until early April without scoring. That's scary because we can't really do that. Shout out to you. Apparently, Saka is in full training with the Arsenal squad at London Coley. That's bloody fantastic, ain't it? Big up Saka, solid as a rock. Um, while he may have spent much of last season playing on the wing, he did not exhibit a knack for regular goal scoring. Take away the four he got in one game against Watford in April. And Jesus had a Premier League record of just four goals from 27 appearances, which again isn't there. And again, he knows about goals. He has said he wants to get golden boot and all of those things before, like every striker. That's football. I don't want it to be like this. Of course, I want to improve. I want to work like always in my life. The next game, I'll try again. And I'm 100% sure I will score. 
frustration is normal. Everyone feels bad when you don't have a good day at work, not only football. When something that you want a lot doesn't happen, you feel frustration within yourself because I think it was too much. Now I realise that what I think I can improve is in the past. I learned from it. I improved. Now I recover quickly on this. According to statistics, Jesus has an expected goals of 6.8 for this season with an actual yield of five goals. This means that based on the chances he's had, you'd expect him to have around two goals, two more goals to his name. So not to be do the data thing, because I think you have had chances to score a lot more and you've got the capacity, but he's near daring amount, daring around. Apparently Zinchenko is also in training, which again, we're getting our bodies back here. And then he's in full training as well. Clearly not ready to play any games, but nice to see. So right now, Hayes is underperforming his expected goals somewhat. This is not in itself particularly unusual. Last season, he had an expected goals of 10.8, but a return of just eight goals. This has been a trend across his career. In 1920, he had an impressive return of 14 league goals, but his expected goals was 18.2. There have been other notable examples. The year before 1819, he recorded seven goals with an expected goals of 11.2. Expected goals is a metric best assessed over the widest sample possible. Jesus's seven seasons in the Premier League have seen him amass 171 appearances, including 111 starts. In that period, he has 63 goals with an expected goal return of 77.5. Jesus is not a bad finisher, but he is an exceptional one. And I don't think he's a bad finisher, but if I play devil's advocate, you can't be a good finisher if you don't score many goals. Um, the good news for Arsenal is that Jesus has an expected goals of 0 0.59 so far this season. That's his best in the division since um, 0 0.81 in 1920. The chances continue to come and the conversion will follow, even if at a slightly lower rate than Arsenal fans might desire. The only real concern will be if the opportunity dries up, which is crazy. But yeah, according to last, and this is his other strengths, people. Since the start of last season, Jesus has 13 Premier League assists. According to Opta, only Kevin De Bruyne with 17 and Mohamed Salah with 16 have created more goals for teammates in that time. Add his pressing and tactical intelligence and it begins to build a picture of an excellent all-round forward. I mean, but we know this. Like, the only issue with Jesus is if my man's going to score. That's it. Like We know he's a great player that does all this other stuff. So it's overcompensating. Let's just be real. He just needs to score a bit more, but he's doing all right. Crucially, Arsenal are generally finishing their chances at a rate above expectation. So sometimes there's a normality. That's a bit of a concern. Their goals minus the difference between a team's number of actual goals scored and their expect and their XG number is plus 72. Only cities with plus 12 is higher. Martinelli has five goals with an with a, um, five league goals with a 2.8 expected goals. Xhaka has recorded three from just 1.4 uh, uh, um, expected goals. So that tells you there might be a normality in performance. Young players go through a patch. Saka went through a patch last season. Smith Rowe as well, where they weren't scoring week in, week out. Martinelli will do that. So if the goal's dry, Xhaka isn't going to score forever. This is where it is. And has AD and Ketia got the capacity to score goals? I don't know. And Arteta said in March, March this year, to be with the top teams this season, you need to score 90 to 100 goals at least. And I remember, you know, fans used to get onto me whenever I quoted that. Somehow you need those goals in a team. And he also said kind of doubled down on those comments recently and spoke about, you know, we need our strikers to be firing, really. Somehow you need those goals in the team. Don't ask me how, but you need them. They have to come. That contribution, how it's done, how possible it is to happen. You have to find the right pieces to do it, but it's a non-negotiable, which is true. And back then we was managing just 1.59 goals per game to get um, a 90 in a season. You have to average 2.36, which is there. In the top flight games this season, Arsenal scored 30 goals. That's an average of 2.5. Keep up for the entire 38 campaign and they would finish with 95. 
It may not be, it may not ultimately prove sustainable, but as things stand, Arsenal on pace for 90 plus, um, for a 90 plus league goal season. And obviously, Odegaard, Martinelli, and Saka have chipped in. Hopefully, they continue to keep it going, really. So, I just felt that was an interesting, an interesting article, really. So, that's that, really. But yeah, it's nice to know that Jesus is doing his thing and he can do better. It's nice to know that obviously Zinchenko and Saka are back fit, allegedly. Let's go on, Charles. What's Twitter? Big up, let's activate as well. Shout out to Twitch ones. Um, appreciative to have you lot in the building. Don't forget, we're playing FM at 4.30 as well, folks. What has been said here? So, yeah, Charles Watson said Zinchenko is there in training. Saka has made his way out as well. So, yeah, hopefully they do all right in that regard. Saka and Zinchenko. I'm training. Sorry, folks. Just making them time stamp. So, Eddie, to Atletico, if you can't bring another striker in, it's a myth. Apparently, Atletico are broke and they need to find money. But Arsenal, do you see us paying, let's say, conservative? How conservative could you get for Yao Felix? 50 to 100 million in January without addressing centre mid? Without actually knowing are you going to be in the Champions League as well? While I like what we're doing, it's not confirmed. It's probably playing a bit of FIFA. feel like we might actually see El Nene on Thursday. He was spotted in the warm down at Forest. He's back in full training. And I hope I hope he can be back sooner rather than later. But Dons need to only come back when they're actually ready. There's no point rushing back and then suffering setbacks. We've been here before. Bring man back when they're ready. If he is, then fair enough. I don't think so in the modern day. But, you know, I don't know about 25 goals, plus goals. But if we're not got a striker at this club with 15 to 20 league goals in them, then we need to get. There was no point bringing Gabriel, as great as he is, if we're bringing Gabriel Jesus and he hasn't got the capacity to be near the top end of the Golden Boot winners come the end of the season, historically the Sons, the Salas, the Canes, then it's the same Lacazette thing, really. Just sign the younger Lacazette. It works hard on that. General play, lovely chicory, lovely mentality, a lot to love, but he, I'm all, I don't place expectations on people. I don't believe he could do that. Jesus has the capacity to score goals. We need to score goals. It's as simple as that. Goals win games. Simple as that. So, yeah, man, we'll have to see. Jesus looking like a long-term winger. Boy, if we bring in an extra striker that's 30 and he continues doing what he's doing now, then that might be the case. 103 likes. Appreciative to everyone who's hit the like button. If you're one of the 200 on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, sorry, who haven't hit that like button, unexpected high bills due, man. Don't forget to do that, Twitch gang. You lot are doing amazing. Don't worry about nothing, man. Appreciative to have you lot tuned in. Yeah, don't need the rush, rush thing. Ease them back in slowly and keep them fit during the World Cup so they're ready for the second half of the season. The same people who were calling for Eddie to get a new contract based on the purple patch he had at the back at the end of last season are the same ones that want him out now. He's never been levels. Just misses Smith Rowe, but Jesus will get more goals. Just bad patches happen. I hope so. But as I keep saying, when you look at... Because Marcel's there, when you look at Liverpool, with the exception of Firmino, who chipped in, but it weren't really on that, you know, Salah was getting a certain amount of goals. Mane was getting a certain amount of goals. I love, we've got the potential to score goals. We haven't necessarily got goal scorers. Martinelli has started well. There's going to be a dry patch. You know, Odegaard's chipped in. Xhaka is tricked in. They're not in the team for goal scoring. While we need to get goals all over the side, and we hope it continues, it's probably not sustainable. Jesus will play enough games, and sooner or later, I hope the penny drops. 
But the only mark against his name has been his lack of goals in his career. He's been described as a defensive striker. The man himself speaks on wanting to win Ballon d'Ors and all of these things. He moved to Arsenal to be a main guy, to play through the middle. I don't think we create enough clear-cut chances for him. That really can't be said in the last game. But still, you know, we if we that's all potential. If we look at what we need to do over this 38-game calendar and keep doing what we're doing, if Martinelli dries up the goals... If Eddie don't return to the Eddie of last season, if Jesus doesn't get his his, his, his shooting boots on, if Xhaka doesn't score for a couple of weeks and Partey's occasional bangers don't happen, you're literally not going to win games. Goals win games. You need to score more goals than your opponent. You need to keep balls out the back of your net less than your opponent. Football is a simple game, really. And, and as I said, you know, where it comes to injuries, defenders that might may or may not be good enough, midfielders, the same strikers, the same. Edu and Arteta have spent a lot of money. New deals have been talked about and given. Any issues around depth or, or, or lack of personnel, I have to look at the manager because if you look at this squad and say they could score 90 to 100 goals, fair enough, but you're going to have to live or die by that. Same with if we get injuries and that derails the season. So, yeah. And I do like the fact of early on in the season, everybody's kind of chipped in. But is it sustainable? I don't know. There's not a single guy that's a goal scorer in Arsenal's team. There's people that done it last year. And I'm not belittling what Saka has done, what Smith-Rowe did last year as well, what Martinelli has done. But for me, you know, you call Salah a goal scorer because for Liverpool, he's been doing it for years. If he had one season where he scored, I don't know, 18 goals and the rest, he's got two, three. He's not a goal scorer. He's done it for years. These men are young. They're learning how to do that. They're growing in capacity to do that, which <clears throat> is great. But again, when you remove the youth cap, the long-termism, and you look at the 38-game calendar and what we need to do right now, you see where I'm going with that, or the vast majority get it, people. So, yeah, man, hopefully they continue to do their thing. I, for one, never believed in Eddie at all. Renewing his contract was ridiculous to me, but that already is already did. So now it's time to sell him. I mean, no one's giving him, no one's buying him right now, isn't it? Spot on, DG. Couldn't have said it any better. The goals are going to have to spread around the squad. Yeah, need an out-and-out scorer. Lack of quality depth in midfield is concerning. A plan B striker is needed too. Yeah, maybe a little target, man, or something. Zinchenko back, El Nene back, Saka back, Arsenal champions. We move. Chill, 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 chill. Excitement, chill, 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 chill. Just keep working game by game, game by game. Shout out, stylish. Saka's family be feeding him them hard foods. I mean, he's solid as a rock man required. Felix and Jesus, mad combo. But the thing is, listen, it sounds mad to say it about Jesus. I mean, about Jao Felix. I'm taking Jao Felix, but where does he fit in? Is he playing in Odegaard's spot? Is he playing in Saka's spot? Is he playing as a false nine? Is he playing off the left? Now, I believe if you put him in an attacking team, give him some love, you will see a bad boy player. But how good is his goal scoring? I know he's been a defensive team, but when you look away from the fact that it's a shiny new toy, someone with potential, someone that not too long ago was spoken of being up there with Haaland and Mbappe and all of these sort of guys. But if we just look at what we see so far, if he's going to be false nine, great, but does he carry goals? And I'm having, I, I, for what it's worth, I would sanction Jao Felix if I could. I would put whatever money they want affordable for Arsenal. But yeah, you're going to buy him. It's going to be blockbuster and things. But beyond that, where, where does he actually play? He can play a lot of roles. He needs to refine himself, you know. He needs to develop himself. He needs to define what Jao Felix is. He needs to get his confidence back because it hasn't all just been Simeone. There's been chances sometimes he hasn't taken. Of course, Simeone is weighing him. He's never going to thrive in that defensive system. But it's a bit of a myth. Just by typing in Jao Felix, people, 
Uh, Simeone might leave, but um, just by typing in Xiao Felix, allegedly the Daily Mail said they rejected 85 million from Bayern Munich in the summer. So is that what, if they've rejected that, what are they going to want? And as much as he's great and he's got potential and he's 22, so there's a bad boy footballer in him, we don't actually know what we're getting at that moment for the money that you may have to put down. Definitely in January. Now, you're going to keep seeing Xiao Felix linked with Arsenal, Man United and Barcelona because allegedly Atletico may have to sell players. But it's a mad thing. You know, 31 goals in 127 appearances for Atletico Madrid. 18 assists. As much as I think the system is dead, I'm sorry, but you've played 127 times. You can score a lot more. There's been strikers that have thrived in a Simeone system or players that are, are like that. In 93 La Liga appearances... 23 goals, 40 assists. So there's something there. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Can play as a nine and, and all of these things. But what directly is he? So it sounds great, FIFA thing and that. But when you break it down, I'm not saying it's bad because I'm for it. Like I said, bring Jao Felix for whatever. But it's not really making sense, is it? I mean, Eddie's going to... I wouldn't sanction Eddie leaving until at least the summer. I don't think he will, but I wouldn't sanction him because he, if you're not bringing me a next striker, then I'm not letting people go. Even Cedric. I think, I'm one of the first, respectfully to Cedric. If I offer for Cedric and I was at Arsenal, I'd drive him there myself. But I would even have to think twice. Like, oh, okay, Tommy Asu's fit, Ben White's fit. If there's any injuries, what's happening and all these things. So it's a techie time. Even Lokonga needs to go on loan and that. Why do you think people hate on Eddie so much? He doesn't even play and people hate on him every day and allegedly they're fans. People like a scapegoat. Uh, people like a scapegoat. People like someone to blame. Um, yeah, really. But at the same time, you know, I, I, again, I'm not talking about... That's my thoughts on them. For the neutral fans, that question, is Eddie good enough or not? I think that's legitimate because it was a small case study. The sample size of that purple patch, when he really started getting starts, he was moving mad. But when you look at the whole case of last season... He hasn't got a strong. He hasn't got a strong body of goals. He's our second choice striker. If anything happens to Jesus, I would rather put Martinelli up there if Smith Rowe's fit. But Eddie's the guy, and Eddie's developing. He's showing, you know, goals is all that matters. Against Fulham, he came on and changed the game and did his part to help us change it. But he should have scored. I think he's general. He's got stronger. His general plays improved. He moves around a bit more. But in terms of finishing, bit like Jesus, he needs to go shooting practice and things like that. And again. I don't expect much from Eddie because at the same time, as much as I like him, you haven't shown me anything for me to believe you're anything more than a squad player. And it's a bit like when at certain points, I have to look at certain players and say, you're not the one playing yourself, you know. If, again, this goes back to my earlier point about I've got a lot of sympathies for Mikel Arteta, but if certain players like last season are put into positions where we need them to deliver and they're not able to do it. On one hand, I have to ask question marks because he signed his new deal. He believes he can muck in. He signed for big money. But you've put him in that, you know, really and truly. You've put him in that. That is, you've assembled this squad. So if anything happens with injuries, with players not being able to score goals, it's for them. I don't I don't advocate hating on anyone. Everyone's allowed constructive criticism and to have legitimate opinions. Felix is a top-class baller. I'll take him in my team tomorrow. Exactly. DG, he's a striker, then boy. Shout out, S. Atletico killing his career. That was a bad move. Tinchenko should play centre mid because he can't defend. Tini should get his spot back at left back. I'll take that with Arteta. Ah, uh, Osimhen's decent, but would need to learn to stay on side for one. I think his general play is not good enough. I do think there's a bit of Serie A goal scoring tact. He likes to play act a bit. I do like uh, Osimhen. I would bring him in, but not for the bread Napoli are asking for. 
sometimes you just have to take the risk and spend any bread. Felix probably won't flop. I don't think he will. And you have to take the risk, but you know, we've done that before, really and truly. And it hasn't necessarily worked out. And where January is concerned, Felix would deliver, but he's a luxury signing. We need to look after centre mid. We need to get some confirmations. I mean, I don't really care what Eddie and Ketty is getting paid a month, a week or whatever. I like to see the young IC3 shining. He never put a gun to, to, to no one's head. Arsenal gave it, gave that to him. And in Eddie and Ketty's defence, I, I would love for him to be like these strikers. I don't see him being that. And I'm not saying because they did it, he's got. But how many strikers are the finished article at 23? Where was Harry Kane at 23? Where was Abamian at 23? Probably had his own natural hair that them times there, Abamian. Where was Jamie Vardy at 23? I don't get the pocket watching. But I understand that great power comes great responsibility, man. It's too early in the season to give him a fair judgment. If you're trying to use his younger days as evidence for his ability, that's well. People are onto him, but I, listen, I don't, I, on my channel, I don't tell people what to think, just thinking. If they don't believe in him, don't believe in him. Hopefully they prove him wrong. He proves them wrong, innit? But yeah. Eddie got enough chances, as DG said. I'd rather play Martinelli as a striker. I mean, he hasn't got, and let's be honest, how many chances has he got? Like, he finally got a little start at the end of last season. He hasn't. But that's you. You know, you're no idiot. You know Jesus is coming in. You have to affect the game in your 10, 15, whatever minutes. I do think some people in the comments are being overly harsh, but at this moment in time, do I think Eddie and Ketty or Jesus, God forbid, got injured long-term? Hey, Eddie's going to do the job? Probably not. I'll back him all the way. IC3, hey, Len Boy and that, but you get it. And this is where I say I don't ask anything more of players that I don't think they have. I think Jesus is more likely than Eddie to return a, a suitable amount of goals. So I've got higher expectations. If that makes sense. People overdo it with the Eddie hate. But if something happens to Jesus, God forbid, Eddie is a massive drop off. Is what it is. Eddie, did oh, disrespectfully, is very poor. He's just there below average, right? You look harsh, man. If he was good enough, he'd get starts. There's a reason he's a bench player that comes on for 10 minutes, whether a man want to accept that or not. Also true, but also harsh because things can change. But it's a squad game. Everyone will get their chance. And this is what I'm saying. You can criticise the players, but who is assembling the squad? If we're going to war right now and the opposition, and the opposition have guns and I'm your army general and I'm giving you knives... And you lot might be able, we might be able to win, but I'm not preparing you lot properly. Our squad for the for the for what we're trying to do is not there. So who do you blame? Do you blame you lot for how skilled you are with the knives, or do you do you blame me for not putting proper ammunition behind you lot? As much as I love Arteta and what he's doing, any issues around injuries, drop off, players missing, injuries, you get it. Relying on young players, this is what we're doing. This is what we signed up for. You know, I have to accept that you believe Eddie and Ketty are, whether he's a rotation option or, God forbid, something happens to Jesus, you are good enough to step in and play, whether that's five minutes or to the end of the season. And I have to judge accordingly. It's like last season, holding Tavares, Cedric in their defence. They did come in at times and help us. But when the romance of football and all of that was away and we needed to put in results at Newcastle, at Spurs, you know, if you go back in, in Tavares's case, any time away from home, Crystal Palace, Anfield, uh, Old Trafford. They're not alone, but who's playing them? Who's assembled these guys to play in these in these moments? The technical director and the manager. And I know as much as I believe in what Arsenal is doing, the one thing that goes against us, we're still a young team. We have that brain farts in us. Sometimes we're going to start games well and then throw it away. Sometimes we're going to need to, you know, pattern up it later on in the game. Sometimes we're going to have them Aston Villa and Fulham games where we're kind of sleeping and we get back in it. 
then we're going to have the Liverpool and Spurs games where it's a bit crazy, but we've done enough. There's also that element of how good are we at our worst when certain men are injured, where loss of form, when players are feeling sorry for themselves, when the usual suspects are not in good form or scoring. There's going to be brain farts. The defenders are going to keep making mistakes at times. Strikers are not going to score goals. And that even extends to uh, Odegaard and Jesus, who might as well be 30, 34 plus in this young squad. These are things that go against us. We have assembled this squad. Well, Arteta and Edu. So as I said, I've got a lot of sympathies for them. But any consequences of what we do or do not have in this squad has to be placed at the feet of the manager and, you know, Edu. So hopefully Eddie gets his chance and proves man wrong. But I can't blame people for being thingy. I, I don't need anyone to back my beef. I'm a one-man army, but you can ver vouch for me, myself, but hold my L's and W's alone. Play Saka as a striker. Lol. I don't want to get back into Smith-Rowe, false, na false nine territory in semi-finals. Ndika, Mudrik, Milinkovic, Savic, Osman, Torres. I don't want Torres. Would rather take Ferran due to Barca's financial situation. What financial situation? When you're able to inflate things like them, you can do things, man. He's getting a lot of playing time in your role, Prince, still not scoring. I hear that, but what? He, this has only been two Europa League games that he hasn't found the back of the net in this season. And I think that's an agenda thing. Obviously, you have to take your, your chances. But man, are not going to score every game. Really and truly. It's a bit harsh. In fact, tell a lie, you know, he's bagged two. How many have you played in Europa? Five appearances. In fact, tell a lie, where's your seven? Well, to be fair, five appearances in Europa, two goals. Could have a lot more, but it's not the worst. 140 minutes of Premier League action, 12 appearances. You know, what are you really going to do? Crystal Palace, and I'm not criticising anyone, but seven minutes against Palace, six minutes against Leicester, 16 against Bournemouth, 29 against Fulham, where he did quite well. Two minutes against uh, Aston Villa. 16 against United, where him and Jesus looked like two of the best players on the pitch. 12 minutes against Brentford. 10 against Spurs. One against Liverpool. Eight against Leeds. Not involved. Well, we ain't played City, so that I can skip over that. 19 against Southampton and 15 against Forest. What really are you going to do with the minutes? Really? I do agree with you in the Europa. He started well. Zurich and Glint kind of went missing against Glint in the return. Well, the away game, PSV Anonymous. Everyone was rubbish. Everyone was rubbish against PSV away. You are right. But it's, it, I'm not crying because, bro, you're a squad player, isn't it? Get, take your chances. It's harsh, but whether you're playing 10 minutes or 90, take your chances, especially where the Europa is. I just want to know that when that time comes, because, hey, God forbid, Jesus could get a yellow card against Chelsea and that's him out for a game. That's your chance. I don't have, and this is what I mean by I can't, I want you to develop. But I don't ask anything more of a single player than in my mind, for me speaking, that I believe you've got. I can't expect 10, 15 league goals from Eddie and K. I'd love it to be the case, but this is a man that, and they've not all been substantial minutes, but I'm looking at it in front of me, 71 appearances in the Prem, 10 goals, 2 assists. 109 appearances for Arsenal in all comps, 25 goals, 3 assists. That's not levels, like... Of course, I would like a new striker in the team. I wanted the best of both worlds. The next striker, Eddie and Ketty are tied down. Be part of the squad all you want. Go on loan if you want. We've got you tied down. You show that you're decent. We bring you back. You're involved. If not, we make some money. We reinvest. We keep it moving. Simple as that, in my opinion. But what do I know? But yeah, man, people need to allow Eddie, man. 
I do agree. You know, you've signed a big deal. You've become not just a rotation option. No, a squad player. You're a rotation option. No one should be at Arsenal for no reason. If man don't think they're levels, they don't think they're levels. As long as, for me, as long as it don't go overly praising or overly critiquing, if you just look in the middle, then I'm trying to speak to them people. Like, that's what the vast majority of channel, this channel is. Obviously, there's agendas, there's people that, oh, Eddie Nketiah, not my cup of tea, don't care what he does, you know, and that's dangerous. There's many a player in, the, in this Arsenal team or in football like that to me, but you can't look at that. And if it comes to it for me, Martinelli up front as well, but Eddie's improved. Who's better with their back to go? It probably is Eddie Nketiah at this moment in time. I still keep saying I want Project Martinelli through the middle. I don't know if Balogun and Eddie's thing, they're, they're on this thing. Get Balogun back, bro. Like again, Balogun, he's behind Eddie and Ketia. Yeah, he's scoring goals right now, but he's behind him. That's why he went out on loan. And even if you're watching him at Reims, he is looking more confident. He is scoring more goals. He is tying over. We need him to keep going. But at this moment in time, man, I've played 10, 11, 12 games. Too much conclusions are being drawn. And I know football fans love it. I'm not saying Balogun won't be better than Eddie or Eddie's better than him. It's just fans are going to say the same ish they're saying now, the same bullshit they're saying. Because they did it last year. As soon as Balogun got his chance in the cup, obviously a lot of men got their chances against Brentford where it was all collapsed. People were saying these things. Yeah, I have seen Mansaka and Zinchenko are back in full training. That's good to have. Not saying he has the worst stats, but he isn't offering nothing special. But let's see what he does for the rest of the season. That's fair. If Balogun goes a few games without scoring, he'll get the same treatment. It's the same thing, man. It's the same thing. You know, they're going to do it with Brook Norton Coffee, with Patano, if these guys are all thrown in the team. They did it with Smith Rowe and Saka, and they'll do it again. Did it with Martinelli. For, you know, anyone that don't want a player for your club to succeed is it's dead. Like, bro, I heard a point from the commentator the other day. I think Eddie needs minutes with the first team to really see what he can do. There's always rotation in the Europa League. It is true. But at the same time, you know, if Jesus is playing, Unless you're doing the, the mad thing where Arteta's thinking, boy, I might have to put Jesus out wide or there's an injury where Jesus moves out wide, Eddie goes up front, you're not getting in. It is true. You Eddie would probably look a lot better with a lot more minutes. We all know this. But you knew you weren't getting that. And you've got to earn that. And Jesus on his worst today, where, you know, a lot is being made about scoring goals and that against Forrest, he bagged. I mean, he got three assists, two, three assists. And there's been times where he hasn't scored or assist, assisted and done very well. A big part as, a, as to a striker is what you do when you don't score, especially in a Mikel Arteta system. Eddie can't do the Jesus thing. He can't do the Lacazette thing like that. You've got to remember, as much as Arteta talks about Eddie and his trains and he's always liked him since he signed here, I think he played against Everton and Newcastle home games at the Emirates when he returned against Leeds and looked stronger. You've got to remember what it took for Eddie to initially get his own chance. Abamian was getting his chance, couldn't behave himself. Lacazette came into the team. All right, Lacazette can't score goals, but he does that Gabriel Jesus thing. Cool. You know, the general play. Lacazette lost a bit of that juice. Eddie's chance came. He took it. But it was a tiny, a tiny sample size. I 100% have an agenda against Eddie. The agenda is he's nowhere near good enough for Brighton, let alone Arsenal. Listen, I just have to hope he proves you wrong. I hope he proves you wrong. I also hope we get a new striker. Is where it is. Pardon me. Eddie came back a bit stronger from that lead spell. My opinion, if we could, I think Eddie should hit, unless there's significant progress, I think Eddie should have hit the loan strip, went out on loan, played week in, week out, see your levels, really. I've watched Balogun play one full game and I can tell you he's a lot, lot better. Anywho, what else are we saying, people?
Zaha to Arsenal won't say no to Terry or no Premier League experience. Not really for me, to be honest. The only three players I want Mikel Arteta to sign for January is even Indica, Danilo, Mudrik or Facundo Torres. So basically everyone we've been linked with. For Eddie right now, he just has to make himself an impact player, be a suitable option. I would prefer if you could get someone that was a bit like Giroud that took his role, a bit different to what we've got, especially away from home. A form of defending is the target, man. You know, Eddie and Katie don't really bring nothing to the table when he's not scoring, but give the man a chance. If we get Champions League football next season, our striker option should be Jesus, Xiao, Felix, Eddie and Balogun. Ah, Eddie and Balogun, one, if not both of them, would have to hit the long strip because there's going to be even less time. And I hope where Balogun and Eddie, I hope both of them can 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 get a row at Arsenal or one of them. If not, sell them, keep it moving. Yeah, Vieira needs to hit Jim, man. Dreaming right now, but how much of a myth is Frank De Jong? You get Champions League, you never know. But again, you put the money down, you can have whatever you want in this life. You don't put the money down, you can't have whatever you want in this life. Put the money down, you get the guy. Simple as that. Smash the like button, people. If you haven't, 129 likes, appreciative. Need a different option like Mitrovic, target man. Can we just get Tony and be done with it? I mean, again, put the money down. You can have whatever, you know. How much is Tony? Whatever Tony's worth, you probably have to throw a couple more millions because he's worth that much more to, to, to Brentford. Brentford are a good team when it comes to selling people and bringing new players in and doing all them things. But if they lose him, how much is it going to cost to replace him or find someone suitable? It's a bit like Palace. Palace might say, yeah, we'll let Zaha go in January because he's leaving for free. But how much is that going to cost to replace him? At the moment, his six goals and how many of his goals in the Prem have been match winners or difference makers? How much is that going to cost? The same goes with Leicester who are fighting for their lives with Telemans. They might deem it. Telemans, you stay for the, the remainder of the season. Help us stay in the league. That's that's that. I right, shout my J1 shout Scott in the cut. So it all depends, man. It all depends. All I know is if we get Champions League, I can't lie, I want an next striker in it because I don't, it's too fluctuate. It's, it fluctuates. I'd rather these strikers go out on loan for a couple of years, show what you can do. You know, I like how Chelsea kind of do, like what Chelsea did with with Broya. He's gone Vitesse, he's become an Albanian international. He didn't have the best of spells at Southampton. He kind of fluctuated, but he's got some experience and he's found a squad role for himself. I mean, the Jude Bellingham's, Declan Rice, Jao Felix, Frankie De Jong. I'd love all these names, people, but the dream is free. The hustle is sold separately, man. And again, man, I'm not selling these guys like Tony in January either. You're 100% spitting on that. And if you are, no one wants to sell anyone in January. Half the time, it's offers that can't be refused. It's players with contracts grinding down or it's players that are not happy with the amount of football they've got or teams need to do reactive stuff to be able to buy people. Ruben Neves would be lit, but it seems like he's on the bar sitting. I agree with what you said, DG. I think the long-term plan is to turn Martinelli into a striker. He was even trained as a striker for some time under Arteta. He spoke about it. You know, he said, Arteta says I can play up front. I prefer to play off the left, which is cool. But I just see you could be hungry for goals. And again, if something happened today in the squad, God forbid, and certain man can't play, me personally, I'd Eddie probably gets in, but I'd explore Martinelli. But again, who is fit to play off that left? I don't know, man. If we've done our scouting, then why not for Ran Meady? What else has been said? We scroll back up. Because when it's when Eddie comes on, he does nothing. I guarantee if we signed him, no one would back him like this. It's academy hype, which I'm here for. Love the Haylenders, but Eddie has had enough chances now. 
DG, we all know Cedric is trash. He might be, but I'd have to think twice about letting certain people go in Jan. And that goes for everyone in the squad. But you are right. Shout out Cedric, though. Even Odin, if a suitable offer comes in for Odin, he's allowed to keep it moving. But is it the wisest of decisions? Because suddenly, you ain't really got too many bodies in defence. Again, if everybody in this whole squad's fit, for me personally, I think you could do with three, three midfielders. I think you could get a centre-half. I still think you could get a left-back and right-back. I would be open to a winger and a striker. Big up Turner, but if there's an option to bring in a keeper. So imagine that when you, you don't know who is fit and who isn't fit. It's an interesting dynamic. Elite talking points, people. Some of you harsher, a lot harsher than others, but it's all calm, people. Do not forget, people, as well. We've got Juventus. I'm dropping the links now. This will be on Twitch and, and, and YouTube, but we're watching Juventus PSG live from 7.40 tonight. People, make sure you're there for that. Tomorrow is obviously Arsenal versus Zurich. Set your reminders and smash the like button on that. Am I missing something else out? Feels like I am. Oh, yeah. Make sure you're following on Twitch in general, people. And also because at 4.30, we're playing FM. Simple business. Eddie had DG has it gone quiet on the center back from I check Frankfurt. I don't think so. Apart from what we know, certain man moving like Eddie used at 100 bags to steal their girl. Okay, maybe Eddie has been scoring in other in other football fields, really. Maybe he has. Maybe he has. You know, I like Eddie, man. Like I listen, I like my football club more. I would like a strike, I would like to see a bit more. If I don't see significant progress from Eddie, I think we should load him out and bring someone else in. But Bro, and I understand it. If you get paid more or for Eddie, he's getting paid more. He's gone from being a somewhat spare part to a rotation option. Of course, there's more expectations. But and I understand if you, you're not you're allowed to not like a player and think he's not a cup of tea and not want him at your club. But some of it is a bit too much, like like a bit too much. It's not my money, so I don't really care, really. Like shout out to him, man. Young IC free living and that. I don't mind, man. Get your money, Eddie. But yeah, you're gonna have to bag when we need you to bag, though. But yeah, Ndika could be cut price. I mean, him Torres supplements the squad. Vieira needs to prepare for the move quicker. Sits on the ball, then gets off it. Partey on his day has a plan before he receives the pass, and I mean, that's what every cent. That's great advice for every midfielder. Big up DG. You can't let anyone go right now. What's the latest with Smith Rowe nursing his injury, bro? Juventus gonna get clotted. Ray Eddie for what he said. To Lokonga in that all or nothing, Doc. Amen. What are your thoughts on Nelson? Do you think this is the final season for him to prove himself? Well, your contract's running down, so literally, bro. Literally, you've got to prove yourself. Literally. Mums, I get if you think he ain't levels, but their level of hate is actually mad. I think we need Paul Torres instead of Indica. I think all of us would love Paul Torres to sign for the club, but, you know, 30, 40-odd million on... Um, 30, 40 million odd on, on Saliba, whatever it was, 28 to 40 million, I can't remember. Then obviously, then, then, then obviously, you know, you've got 50 on Ben White, who is playing right back. Tommy Asu, decent fee. You know, again, I don't, are we going to spend significantly on another defender? Or is it someone that can plug the gap and a more of a cut price one? DG's probably just being generous and political on his channel, so I get off camera. He's probably going to slag off Eddie and say he's not good enough to be at the club. I don't know how many how more crystal clear I can get, really and truly. Like Eddie's not my cup of tea right now. My cup of tea is man that I believe can score goals. Eddie's a bit too raw for me. If I could, I would want another striker in, but I'm not going to cuss a man for no reason. Like when it comes to Eddie Tavares, Lukonga, 
I've almost got less energy for them because you shouldn't really be in the positions you're in. As I said, I don't ask anything more of a player that, you know, shouldn't that then 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 they then they've displayed. Eddie's not picking himself. Eddie did not give him himself a new deal. Eddie did not build the squad with him included. Who did? DG prefer Eddie or Balogun. It's pretty even for me. I've got no preference. There's things I like that Balogun does a bit more. I think Balogun's more selfish than Eddie, and I somewhat hate and like that. I'm a bit pessimistic if either player really is going to have a long-term future, but we I hope they do. Tied them down. Let's make some cash if they don't. Smith Rowe was probably our second best player for a stretch last season. Hope he gets back. I hope so too. But until January and beyond, he's irrelevant. Unfortunately, it kills me to say that about Smith Rowe. <laughs> nah, like, why would I slag him off? Like, slagging off, no help. There's only two players, bro. Like, um, obviously, get better soon, Marie. And that Marie, genuinely thought you're not good. Eddie, ice breathing, man. And even if I did, so what? What the good does it help me sitting here slagging off Eddie and Ketty? Like, I'm no one in this content thing, right? Like, I've got my little channel, we do our thing. But what I find a bit stupid about society, and it, you could say this with TV shows, stations, uh, social media dons, YouTube content creators. There's an, there's, a, there's an element of needing to be aware of your message. Now, I always say I don't tell you what to think. Think. Just think for yourself. But there's a lot of people who, just because someone popular said something, they will never draw their own opinion. They'll say it. And we've seen it with Hector Bellerin. We've seen it with Xhaka. We've seen it with William. Whether I rate these players or not, what good does it help? Just sitting there, me saying this not, guy's not good enough. Evidently, Eddie does not look good enough for Arsenal Football Club at this moment. Evidently, if something happens to Jesus, there's issues. But at the same time, there's things to like about him. And at the same time, as I keep saying, for me, him, Lokonga, Tavares, they're not picking themselves. They never put them... Cedric, they never put... Matt Turner, who's catching a straight for no reason. They never put themselves in this thing. I don't think Zaha suits our project at all, but I think he'd literally be the perfect attacking signing in Jan. Oh, I'll always, bro, if someone plays shit, you can go through and see me. I literally say someone's flipping shit. But once again, that is not going to help, especially where the club looks a bit positive, win, losing or drawing. What good? Evidently, you can see Eddie is like a duck out of water. Evidently, you have little faith in Eddie and Ketia's ability to score goals. Why? Because, again, statistically, this is someone that in 71 appearances in the Prem has 10 goals to his name. 25 goals in total and 109 appearances. I would be a flipping prick if I had real faith that my man is going to score goals. But I'll support them and them. I'll give him a chance. And to what you know, if you play well, you play well. If not, not. And again, for me, I move past expecting things of these guys. It's more the people who are giving them deals and playing them and things like that. Because I know Champions League football, boy. Good luck in it. You can be as passionate until the cows come home. I'm never going to advocate slagging people off for absolutely no reason. Eddie and Ket is probably doing his team training now. And, man, I'm just doing too much, man. There's players I don't rate on my club, but I wouldn't really publicly say negative about them because they play for my team. So I'll still support them. But deep down, I know when a player ain't it. I think that's very different. You can say a player's not good, you know. You can say a player's not good. Like, again, if we woke up and we've got Champions League football tomorrow... Eddie and Getia, Real Polding, Matt Turner, Tavares, Cedric. Nelson, you're my guy, but at this moment in time, 
Reese Nelson, Nakonga. I don't know if you're playing under me. You can say a player's not good. I always say Holden's rubbish, but he's my guy. That's just the next thing. I don't know where you're, Marcel, but still. But yeah, as I was saying, like, there's no point. Because a lot of people just agree with things just because someone they like it said it. And if you say something enough times, it becomes folklore. Eddie, I have little, very little faith, but I will not bash him. Pause. Definitely, I know his level, but I can't blame the players, blame the gaffer. The media is very pro to the... I don't know about the Prime Minister team, my guy. It's all birds of the same feather, but them all, man. I don't know about none of that still, but I'll leave that to you. I wish I knew. So, yeah, man, it is where it is. Where it, is. it don't help me. Like, whoa, what's it going to help me with? Any of that I had left in me was Mustafi, Kalajinach, them kind of man took that out of me. What else is going on in the current? Is Mikael done his press conference? He's doing it now, isn't it? I mean, once again, people, good news. If you're looking for thing in terms of good news, Arsenal in huge boost with Saka and Zinchenko back in full training ahead of the Zurich clash. Ah, can them two have the day off tomorrow? Can they have the day off tomorrow, please, so that we can utilise them, you know, in other circumstances, please, 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 please. But yeah, don't forget, I'm here for we're doing Arsenal versus Zurich uh, tomorrow. Um, Bakayo Saka is back in full training, the major boost for Arsenal in England. Zinchenko is also back for the Gunners ahead of their clash with Zurich. Yeah, you lot stay off till Chelsea, man. Zinchenko probably make the bench. Saka, we're gonna need you in it. Just, just leave, leave them, man. They don't need to be involved. Please leave them alone, man. What else is being said here? Mikel Arteta press conference. It's too early for this. So, yeah, the biggest news is that them and they are back. Mikel Arteta's press conference not done yet. So, I guess tomorrow morning or well, 1.30 tomorrow, we'll go over it again. So, yeah, man, I don't think there's anything new there. Oh, what's that? Oh, that's the Brian. We've said that already. Don't seem like there's anything new there, really. Turner has been quality. Ah, I like Turner, but if something I wouldn't say quality. You haven't had enough games to be quality. What really have you done? Listen, please. You can dislike a player without saying hate. Let's not. Please do not accuse me of hate. This is where I start getting annoyed. In general. You are allowed to praise or critique a player or dislike a player without it being hate. Have I been sitting here and saying, Turner, you effing this, you effing that, you effing this and the other? I always say I hope to be proven wrong. From what I've seen of Turner and what he's played in the Europa League, he's had some decent games. Even though Ramsdale's not the finished article, and maybe, arguably, you could upgrade on Ramsdale. He's a class or two above Turner. Anything happens to Ramsdale, we're in trouble. Stop this hate BS, bro. I hope Eddie gets a hat-trick. And quality is subjective. Bro, no matter how much times you spam, it's not going to get fingered, man. You're not going to get Sancho for, 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 for 30 million or 50. Appreciate that, CeeLo. Yeah, for both to take the day off tomorrow, can start Nelson and bench Marquinhos and start Tini tomorrow, Nozinchenko and Saka. People are emotional, bro. Bare people have knickers on, bro. Big up the galley because you're the only ones that should be wearing knickers, man. 
bloody hell, mate. Like, again, if you want to do this agenda thing, please fuck off. Like, please, I'm not here for it. Really not here for it at all. But one love nonetheless. You can criticise something or someone when it isn't. Exactly, bro. Everything is, oh, you're an apologist or you're, you're, you know, you're an apologist or you're a hater, you're this, that and the other. If I was saying Turner's effing crap, he's effing this, he's effing that. I just not, I just simply said, if it's Champions League football tomorrow, I know that Matt Turner, Lukonga, Tavares, at this moment in time, Reese Nelson and Eddie Nketi, I hope to be proven wrong. If it was in my power, which it's not, you lot could be part of the squad, but positions are under threat. Simple as that. So if that makes me an apologist in some eyes or negative in another, you lot are going to have to salute me or shoot me. Like, because it is what it is. Soft youths, man. Man, I found man up in this thing, man. Like, what's going on, man? Pull up your pants, man. There's no way some of you are wearing your oh, brother. Let's stop. Like, Eddie or Sambi DJ, I think both are not good enough next season if we're both in the champs. I hope both go on loan, innit? And I want, I want both of them to get it right. I really think there's a player in Sambi of some capacity, but it's like, I think if he showed some confidence consistently, you'd see a better him because he does do it in games. But the way I want midfield to go, what we're seeing already, probably both have to go alone. But it, it might be easier to bring in a central midfielder than it is to bring in another striker. I hope we have done our scouts, though, man. Anywho, man. With that being said, to the vast majority of you lot, yeah, big up yourselves, man, because it's been fantastic being with you lot. But yeah, man, the, the crybabies are here and that it's getting long now, people. So on that note, I'm going to love and leave you lot, people. Do not forget, you know, the content is never too far away because, again, Thursday, we'll be watching Arsenal versus Zurich people, our penultimate group stage game. We win that, confirm the last 16. And again, you know... Follow on Twitch. We're live on 4.30. Bro, Jacques, but the thing is with Xhaka, Xhaka's always been misunderstood. A lot of people could see what the quality Xhaka had. And again, this is why people shouldn't write people off. People love writing people off and moving mad. As I always say, I want all of these guys to prove me wrong. You know, anyone I've got any doubts on, I want to be proven wrong. Because the thing is, if everybody proves us wrong, we've got a stronger playing squad. But it's just, I know football's emotional, but some of you are like little kids, man. But nonetheless, Juventus PSG as well, man. Come on, my guy. Come on, my guy. Again, you lot appreciate the talking points, even some of you passion merchants. I appreciate the diversity of opinion, the school of thought. Some of you have been making sure any news that has been filtering out since we've been online hasn't passed us. And yeah, man, without you lot, the platform is dead, isn't it? Both YouTube and Twitch, it would be a boring place. You lot have given me something to work forward to. Hopefully we get to 100k subs, but not before too long where YouTube is concerned. Obviously on Twitch, we're trying to move towards 10k and beyond. So yeah, big up you lot, people. Without you lot, nothing is possible. First things first as well. Hope you all are in good health and your loved ones, them as well. And yeah, I'll see you lot in a bit, really. I'll see you lot later. There's two bits of content to come. 7.40 on YouTube um, and Twitch. 4.30 for Football Manager, Culture Mark, whatever you say before we get out of here. Big up, DJ, always on point. People don't have to agree with your opinions, but your opinions are valid. Keep up the good work. Appreciate that, my guy. Thank you very much for the nice praise, man. We do need PSG to win, man. Appreciate you, Miles, for being back. And yeah, man, you lot, stay blessed, stay safe. I'll catch you lot in a bit, really. Safe. <laughs> Easy, 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 easy,
made a lovely run on the underlap he's not gonna he's not gonna oh goal 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 goal